Johnny Sieg here, joined with my man, Kevin Perry, hanging out at the house today. Just got done watching an amazing, amazing turn of events in the heavyweight division as Usek upsets Anthony Joshua in his backyard. Scores, 117-112, It was for the WBA, IBF, and WBO heavyweight championship of the world. Kevin, let's unpack this bad boy. Let's hit it. Shocking upset. First of all, Kev, great to uh, sit here and do the show with you live cheers, and in person. Cheers. cheers to everyone out there. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the fights today. Uh, this was a very good fight, especially down the stretch. The last three rounds were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Kev, let's unpack this thing. W what did you see in the fight from the first round up? Um, I, I, I saw like a pretty, pretty good contrast of styles. Um, and I thought it was... Probably kind of a difficult fight to score in a sense because um, Joshua was just kind of biding his time. Um, he, he wasn't really throwing a, a whole lot of hard shots. And Usyk was, you know, kind of boxing in the style that works for him. And it was very interesting to see um, how disciplined uh, Anthony Joshua was, you know, executing or trying to execute his game plan and um, how disciplined Usyk was. And there was a lot of ebb and flow. It was a, a I wouldn't say it was like a fight of the year type fight, but as far as from a technical standpoint, I mean, there, there was a lot of drama in the fight uh, going on. Uh, Usyk was landing, you know, the, you know his, uh, his uh, straight left hands, his counters. Um, he was boxing pretty well. And Joshua at times seemed confused, but he was staying within himself. He was, and he seemed to be landing kind of the harder shots for most of the fight. Um, and But then down the stretch, it, it seemed that... Um, at least the last couple of rounds that Joshua's tank started to get a little bit, a uh, little bit empty. And I, I think that was the difference. Um, as far as the scorecards went, I think the 117, 112, um, I think that was a little bit out of the, out of the realm of possibility uh, in my mind. Uh, obviously I, I wasn't scoring it round by round, but I, I think 115, 113 for either guy, I think is a legitimate um, scorecard. But uh, I think the guy who closed the fight stronger deserved to win the fight, and I think that's what happened here. That, that was the key, and that's what I loved about this thing is that, and I agree with a lot of your points there, and I'll go there about my overall assessment in a moment, but the way that fight finished, and there was like a premature bell ringing. It's like someone was yeah. trying to bail Joshua out. Like someone was on payroll. Yeah, like nine, nine seconds uh, of the fight was left, and um, – so you tell and us the, and out the, there, yeah, and, and, and the bell, yeah, and the bell rang, and then um, Joshua pretty much looked like he was seconds away from getting stopped. It was almost like a Julio Cesar Chavez Mildred Taylor moment um, there, and the timekeeper like tried to save him. And yeah, someone just came in, ding ding, that's it, because that that's the way we saw it. Now we might have had a delayed feed, or maybe the timing was off on television. You tell us guys what you think, because. Yeah. I think another nine seconds was still left in that round. And people could be like, well, you know, that's not a whole lot of time. It takes one second to put someone on their ass. And another couple of seconds, I think Anthony Joshua would have ended up 
in the front row. Those belts in my uh, the ropes rather held his ass up in that fight, and uh, he he was definitely under uh, fire and a lot of duress at the end of that fight. And that bell just seemed a little premature. So for me, it's like I think the right guy won. Um, I do think it was a closer fight than the judges had it. I'm gonna break it down and say about what I felt about both guys' pros and cons of the fight. I thought Anthony Joshua looked very robotic. So this is, I'm going to start with the cons. I, I thought he looked very stiff, um, not very fluid. His jab was very, very slow. His reflexes didn't seem to compute really good. And people could credit Usek for his maneuvering around. And I'll go to Usek in a moment. But maneuvering around and keeping him like kind of like, you know, uh, hesitant to throw and counter the way he would usually counter, not use uppercuts. Um, Joshua was known for a good uppercut and a straight right hand. I do, however, like what Joshua was doing with right hooks. He was trying to use right hooks, which is very important and a very good weapon against a southpaw. But the problem with Joshua, in my opinion, was he wasn't using his physicality. He wasn't taking a smaller guy and leaning on him like Lennox used to do, like yep. big guys. He wasn't he wasn't using his physicality as yeah, much, he, right? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't fighting like the bigger man. And I, I think that hurt him a lot. And um, I think we talked about this earlier. Um, I think that was something that – so when you see Tyson Fury fight, um, I've seen him fight multiple styles. And um, when he fought uh, Otto Valin, uh, yeah. um, when he had that horrible cut. Um, yeah. He just took the fight to the inside, and he just kind of brutalized the guy for about eight, nine rounds. He did it against uh, Steve Cunningham. He got dropped against Steve Cunningham, and he's mm -hmm. like, you know what? When I'm fighting at a certain range, um, I'm more vulnerable to get hit. And he took the fight inside. He used his size and his strength to overwhelm the smaller fighter. And I think Anthony Joshua, even when he got in the clinch, it was like he was afraid to use his strength on Usyk. And I, I don't know if it was because... Usyk was a lot stronger than he anticipated, but I just didn't see um, something that it's something that appeared to me they didn't work on using his size, using his strength. Not um, at all. Yeah, I don't even think even much, there yeah. was a lot of instances when Usyk's back was on the ropes and Joshua would kind of back off. And in my my mindset in the fight is um, you're the bigger guy, you're the strong, you know, you're the bigger puncher, and when you're fighting somebody like Usyk, who's so crafty, um, you're not going to beat him in the center of the ring. I mean, you can fight with him in the center of the ring. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he has to try to box at times. But when you get his back on the ropes, you, you got to try to um, use that to your advantage. And I just didn't see it. I mean, he, he just, I mean, Usyk, he just gave Usyk so many escape routes that um, he didn't need to. Yeah. And I think, and I think a lot of that is just because ever since that Andrew Ruiz fight, um, I think mentally that's kind of had, you know, that's something that he's been trying to figure out how not to make mistakes, which is good. But at the same time, you have to use your, you can only win the fight based on offense. You don't win fights based on defense. Joshua's thinking way too much in these yeah. fights. You know, he's not, not taking advantage of the opportunities yeah. that are presented to him in the fight. I and agree I, with I, that. I, th I think that's what uh, inevitably cost him uh, the decision. Yeah, I think he thinks way too much in these fights. Uh, he fights very robotic. Now, 
we know fighters that had done that in the past, like Kalichko, but of course, Kalichko gets the blessing of Emmanuel Stewart, rest in peace, my man, you know, um, and Kalichko gets to loose it up and he learns different techniques and a great jab. What was I saying before? The biggest knock on Joshua in this fight for me from the very beginning, he's a bigger man. His jab should have been more stiff, should have been more fluid, should have been more snapping. You know, he was just pushing it. Kevin made yeah. a great point when we were watching the fight. He was like really pushing his shots instead of snapping. It was, his it was shots. very, he was very, uh, I guess, overly cautious about getting countered. Yep. And I think that's what was leading to him kind of pushing his shots out there. He, he was just thinking about the return fire. And he was also um, giving up his height advantage in a way. Big he time. Was, he was squatting down, um, which can be effective at times if you use it, but. When you're the taller guy, um, you suppose you don't give up your height to the shorter man because essentially what it's doing is it's giving, especially Usyk, who's such a crafty boxer. Usyk is a boxer. He's somebody that excels fighting from the outside. So if you're giving up your height and you, and you have a, a pretty significant height and reach advantage, you're allowing the shorter guy to get his jab in, to yep. get his counter punches in. Um, you know that that um, that lead left hand he was throwing a lot of times. He was feigning with the jab, come with mm -hmm. the lead lead left hand. He was landing it. Um, he, he he wasn't landing it very hard on Joshua for most of the time, but it was landing clean. And I, I think that was the thing that was winning him with the judges because I didn't really see him hurting Joshua a whole lot. Like in some of the punches, you know, that they, they were very clean, but because uh, Usyk is not a huge puncher. Uh, he wasn't necessarily hurting Joshua, but I think as the fight went on psychologically, even in the you know the end of the eleventh round and the twelfth round, I think so psychologically, uh, you know his his eye was swollen. Um, things were not going the way that maybe he perceived they were going to go, and I think uh, psychologically he. I'm going to sound that's like what, I, th yeah. I think that's what drained him. I'm going to sound like round. I'm going to sound Teddy Atlas like here. It's like he folded under pressure. He folded under questioning, like they say in Goodfellas. You'll fold under questioning, Henry. You know, like that's what that's what happens with Joshua. I mean, now granted, during the Kalichko fight, he did not fold under duress. He did a very good job. He got hurt really bad. Kalichko took his foot um, off the the gas pedal and allow Joshua to get in the fight. But to his credit, Joshua's credit, he did come back in the fight and he landed the uppercut yeah. from hell, you know, um, on Kalichko. And he showed, uh, he came back from adversity, a lot of intestinal fortitude showing in the second fight with Andy Ruiz. Now in this fight, I'm not saying it's so much of what Joshua didn't do. I think a lot of what, you know, Usek did in that fight yeah. was the reason why he couldn't, get counter-punching in. Yeah. Like, we got to give Usyk that credit there. Now, I think, again, Joshua, real quick, and I'll, I'll finish on the Joshua. I'll get to Usyk in a second. Joshua, the jab against the southpaw is not the best weapon. It's okay to use. I'm never going to say a jab's not good to use. Right hands. Now, this is where I'm going with this. In the first round of the fight, you could honestly see that Joshua was trying to, like, just land and time a right hand. Usyk kept slipping. To the side and he was very vulnerable to get hit and countered with a right hand he got caught a couple times um saved face in that round even round a very close round you can throw it out there any which way you want it was like a feel out both guys you know and 
Usyk started making the adjustment not to do that. He was trying. Usyk was trying feints. They worked sometimes. He was adapting, yeah. and that's the thing. He made adjustments during the fight. Joshua, unfortunately, when he fights, his adjustments are if things aren't going his way, he gets very tired. He gets very emotional, and things start to fall apart for him. You know, with the exception, well, I have to kind of disagree with you there okay. in a way. I, I I think Joshua made some decent adjustments. Um, Mm-hmm. I think kind of in a way the probably one of the biggest factors in the fight and the thing that impressed me the most was Joshua was getting in some good punches, but um, Usyk showed a very good chin. And I oh I th- amazing yeah, and I I think that was probably the biggest factor because for jo- Joshua Joshua was landing some very clean punches and they they were doing some damage on Usyk. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I think I saw Usyk hurt, eyes. hurt a couple times mm-hmm. or or at the very least stunned a few times. Mm-hmm. But he never kind of lost his composure. He he was he was composed for the whole 12 rounds. He he didn't let Joshua take control of the fight. And I, I think that's what one of the biggest issues in in you know, that's that was one thing that probably carried him to the victory mm-hmm. and the one thing with Joshua were when Joshua starts getting hit, he loses his composure a little bit. Yes, he does. And sometimes it has a, a big impact on, you know, the judges, like the, the way they perceive uh, what is going on. I mean, you have to look at every factor, you know. Um, obviously, you're supposed to only be scoring what's going on um, within the round. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the body language, you know, when the guy's walking He has no the poker corner, face. You know. Um, he has no poker face. When Joshua's hurt, you could see that he's – definitely hurt he backs up he puts his chin up in the air and his hands drop completely yeah. like he just comes undone it's like he'll be you could kind of see the writing on a wall sometimes with him but when, then if you when, see when him get hurt when he he's in a situation <clears throat> excuse me of uh distress it's much more easy to see than somebody like Usyk. he Usyk, has no poker face yeah Usyk definitely <laughs> is more the poker face type of fighter um and I mean, ju- judges are human beings. I mean, they, they are affected by more than just what they're actually seeing as far as what, pun- what punches are being thrown, what punches are landing. Um, there's definitely other nuances in there that affect how rounds are scored. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's something, you know, to consider there. In hindsight, when I reflect on the fight that we just saw moments ago, uh, for me, I think uh, the pros of Usek is movement, intelligent game plan, Okay, uh, he looked really, really sharp, in especially the later rounds. He got better as the fight went on, in my opinion. Because um, it's a heavyweight fight, so you're watching it. Anything can happen at any moment in time. And so you're kind of anticipating what's going on. Usyk was the guy that controlled the fight he wanted to fight. Like, he pretty much, even though he did make adjustments and adapt, he was the man that, that did what he wanted to do. And I'm glad he got the decision because a lot of people – Unfortunately, when we score these type of fights, we're thinking overseas. Anthony Joshua's backyard. We all know boxing. So it's like, man, you know, he probably ain't going to get it, but it was maybe a draw like you suggested because we have to score, like, the corruption. I hate to say that. Even though, like, you might feel one guy had won, it's like you got to think about what they're seeing. I was actually really surprised and pleasantly surprised that we're able to crown a new champion now at 19 and 0, 13 yeah. KOs. I mean, it definitely it definitely makes the heavyweight division in a way a little bit more interesting. Um, this 
this is definitely not the end for Anthony Joshua. And actually, I was just mm. reading a while ago. Uh, there is a rematch. Rematch clause, yes. And the, and the fight was entertaining enough to warrant that. I don't know if that fight is going to be an immediate rematch or not. Um, if I was Anthony Joshua, I would definitely want to try to get that rematch uh, done right away. Um, and obviously for Usyk, uh, that's the biggest money fight out there for him. So, and, and I think that's a fight that definitely uh, fans will be interested in seeing because yeah. it, was, it was it wasn't it wasn't the fight of the year. No, but it was it, entertaining, but it was definitely. Um, yeah. A very good heavyweight scrap that people are going to remember from some time. Uh, it was it was definitely a pretty big, I would say a big upset in the way that um, you know you would look at an upset because Usyk is a very highly regarded fighter. He's one of the top pound for pound fighters in boxing, former cruiserweight, a unified champion. But it, it's a upset in I think in, to me in the manner that the fight played out, mm -hmm. and then how the decision was rendered and. The, the wideness of the scorecards, I think that was a big upset to me. And then I was really and, surprised. And, it's, <laughs> and, it's, and especially considering um, how the fight ended, you know, on a very controversial note with, you know, uh, Joshua just looking like he was out of gas. Oh, he was done. He was hurt. He was um, done. He was the, all sorts of things. The timekeeper stopping the fight nine or 10 seconds home early. Cooking, home to, cooking. To kind of save him from getting stopped. Um, it, I mean, it was, it was definitely an interesting fight. It was definitely hit kind of uh, a climax at the end. So, I mean, it was... Last three rounds were fantastic. Yeah, last three rounds were fantastic. great. Fantastic. The first three rounds, Usyk definitely uh, boxed him, I mean, beautifully. Mm -hmm. And and the middle rounds, you know, Joshua did make some adjustments. So, I mean, overall, it, was, it definitely had a lot of ebb and flow and... You know, it kept you kind of uh, on your toes a little bit. I think the speed of Usek, too, going back to his technique for the fight, um, especially with his counter left hand, he was just a better counter puncher on this night, man. And, and I think that's what led to the trouble in the 12th round and the 11th round as well. But um, also, again, Joshua's gas tank. Yeah. He has a hard time uh, going through the uh, rest, and uh, he shows it on his face. And Usek, it, it was funny, like, during the whole fight, I could see that, Joshua was was really starting to like run out of gas. Yeah. And I was just like, you saw me, man. I get like really passionate when I watch boxing. I'm like, just go after him. You could take him. You could get him out of there. And I went on record, my boy Wooly and Kevin will let you know that I said, bet against me because I've been picking shit all types of wrong recently. That he was like, put me on a spot. Who's gonna win? I'm like, all right, I go with Joshua. <clears throat> yeah, another one. Another <laughs> shit the bed for Johnny, okay? Like, so don't ask me, anyone that follows my stuff, yeah. don't ask me who's going to win. If you want to win money, maybe ask me who's going to win and then bet against who I think is going to win and yeah. you'll probably be I, okay. I, I thought I thought Joshua was going to win win a clear decision as well. <laughs> I, thought, um, I thought it was a no-brainer. And to be honest with you, after about maybe eight rounds, it kind of looked like it was going that way. and, and um, But Usyk, he never lost his uh his composure i mean but he had some rough moments you know joshua was landing some good body shots and he kind of looked a little bit rattled but he stuck to his game plan there was a nice and, uh, left hook to the uh the liver yeah that and I, I think that's yeah, what that the, good, that what the difference was yeah. was basically it was one guy was able to stick to his game plan and execute it more than the other guy and and part of that reason is just because uh Usyk is just generally like a, he's a more he's a higher boxing IQ 
than Anthony Joshua. He's not a more powerful puncher. Um, he's not even a great defensive fighter necessarily, like in no, the traditional he's not sense. Very good defense, but he has no. good footwork, and he uses that to his advantage. And you know, he's he's a decent enough puncher that he's going to get your respect. And more of that is because he's he's very accurate. You know, his, his punches yeah. land accurately, and when you try to counter him, he's not there. Well, what I was saying is like not good footwork uh, relating to Joshua. Like he's such a big man. And I understand that um, he, he doesn't move very gracefully. Usek, I think that was the key to the fight too, is that his, he had better foot maneuverability. Um, good. Like uh, he, his jab was working. Obviously that those straight lefts were working. Um, I thought they caught Joshua's attention throughout the fight a couple times. Sometimes they trip on each other's feet, Southpaw versus conventional. That's going to happen. But at the end of the day, I saw a lot of things going on where that left uh, straight was landing for Usek. And what happened there was that's why we got the markups on the eye. He touched him up a lot. And I think that that was the beginning of the end for Joshua in terms of the last couple of rounds, like just fading out and uh, starting to feel emotionally and mentally defeated. I don't know if it's a psychological thing with him. I'm sure it's a combination of both. I, I'm not ever going to, question the fighters, you know, balls. All right, let's put it that way. Joshua's got a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? And he goes out there, he he tries to face the best that there is. But when you're dealing with eye injuries and fatigue and yeah. you have an opponent that's as difficult to face, you know, as Usek is, you start putting down in your brain. But yeah. well, he, well, one, he came one, out every round. He, one, one fighter uh, dealt with adversity better than the other, and that was Usek. Because Usek uh, He took punches. Usyk's face was kind of touched. He looked yeah. touched up also. And um, he had lacerations under there, both eyes. And he, he powered through it. So more, more power to him. Uh, congratulations to Alexander Usyk. 19-0, um, 13-KO. New I, what, IBF, WBA. WBA and WBO. And WBO heavyweight champion. I mean, that's, that's, a, so shock. that's that, a shock to me. So. This, is, this is a great segue. Okay, yes, uh, shock. Again, guys, coming from cruiserweight, Undisputed, and then moving up to heavyweight, taking on one of the most notable heavyweight champs, uh, probably I think the most financially successful ones yeah. on the market right now. I mean, Tyson Fury's up there, but I mean, especially if you look at like UK. I mean, Anthony Joshua is a big deal in more ways than one, and th this was a hell of a victory. Joshua falls twenty-four-two with twenty-two KOs, and he does have a rematch clause. Now, that's where I'm going to go. What do you think happens next, man? Um, well, Us Usyk uh, or Anthony Joshua has a rematch clause. So mm -hmm. I think do you think he exercises it or takes some time off? Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really see the, the, the post-fight. Uh, Joshua just kind of ran back to his uh, dressing room. And he, well, looked, he, he looked fucked up. He looked though. really damaged he looked, Yeah, he, at looked, the he end. looked messed up, man. But he didn't look like he was taking really a whole lot of hard blows. I just something, think... something messed his face up, dude. So, yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> something got in there. <laughs> I, I think he's going to exercise the rematch clause. But I think for Usyk, I think Usyk, uh, maybe Usyk will fight. You know, um, I wouldn't want to call it a tune-up bout, but maybe they can take him uh, to Ukraine and have him fight over there. And, you know, I mean, he's going to be a huge superstar oh, man, he's after gonna, this. He's going to get absolutely. a big welcome home absolutely. over there. So I think maybe in the interim um, they, they could do that. Is, is Are they both promoted by Matchroom? Or do you know what his promotional 
deal is? Is this like a one-off type thing? Or I don't know, but I tell you what, I'm sure Matchroom is definitely heavily interested in investing in Usek, and I'm sure a lot of people. I'm sure his phone will be ringing. Yeah. So I, I think in my time. mind, as far as uh, I think both guys, you could kind of get them, you know, an interim fight, and then throw them into a rematch, and then the winner of that second fight between the two, then you put them in there in, with the winner of a. Uh, uh, Deontay Wilder and uh, Tyson Fury, d- depending on obviously uh, who wins that Fury Wilder bout, because so good. there's definitely a chance that Wilder might, you know, come out the winner. And then yeah. if Wilder comes out the winner, there might be actually a fourth fight between those guys. So. I know, right? I mean, we went from like zero to a hundred in the heavyweight division. I mean, in, in so, I mean, boxing this, in general, yeah. like these are the fights we want, yeah. people. This, like, I mean, this yeah. this victory definitely makes the heavyweight division a little bit more interesting. Um, and obviously, you know, even I, I think you can remember back year, years ago, you know, uh, Lennox Lewis had that upset loss to Oliver McCall. He mm-hmm. came back. He had that uh, upset knockout uh, Hossein to Hasim Rahman, and he still came back, recaptured the heavyweight title, still had big yep. fights. I mean, so a, a loss isn't everything. It's just it's how you come back. And Anthony, well, Anthony Joshua had that shocking loss to Andy Ruiz. He came back and dominated the rematch. So let, let, um, let's let's rub back Lennox real quick for those that are listening. Maybe there's fans from like younger generation or just a recap to people that have been here as long as us. When Lennox Lewis did an Oliver McCall the second time, he made him cry in the ring. That's a right. grown man, fighter, made him cry. And then when he does Hasim Rockman in the second fight, yeah, one of the most brutal knockouts you'll yeah. see in heavyweight history. <laughs> like this thing was so awful. I mean, yeah. great for Lennox, but what was that? He did a right and then left, right? Like, yeah, it was just a two punch, and you heard it, it was like, yeah. And I was like, damn. And then I saw Hasim Rockman nailed to a cross um, over Don King's crown. In the in the corner of the ring, and I'm like, "Damn, dude, Lennox." And and, and has I think that's that's one power, thing to be dude. said. Um, since we're making the compare, Lennox Lewis, in his rematches, he I mean he destroyed. He beat the shit out of people. Yeah, he destroyed uh, <laughs> Rockman. Um, Anthony Joshua when he had the rematch after he lost to Andy Ruiz, just okay. Uh, his yeah. performance, I mean, he definitely showed some new wrinkles in his game, but he definitely fought a safety first kind of a scared fight, and yes. That, that really worried me, but at the same time, I thought that was going to be his his advantage against right. Alexander Usyk just to try to box him. But I think the the problem with this fight was he didn't mix up his attack. He fought very safety first the whole time, right. and I think that's what cost him the fight. I, I think I think if he would have taken more chances, I think he could have got Usyk out of there because he was getting his attention. But he was so cautious about getting so hit. Overly cautious. Yeah. Overly cautious. Yeah. I think that's what was costing him uh, the round. So maybe that's why some of the judges were scoring rounds for Usyk because Usyk was a little bit more active. He was landing. Uh, he was landing the more eye-telling shots in probably most of the rounds. But I, I thought Joshua was landing the harder punches. I mean that. That was my assessment of what right. was going on. I, I thought that Usyk got a little bit more um, response from the punches down the stretch in the fight, and that's what we're talking about with Joshua yeah. is stamina. Because I mean, your punch resistance goes down if you're having issues with you know breath and stamina and stuff like that. Going back to the uh, rematch that he had with Andy Ruiz, now Joshua did win. He didn't do it Lennox Lewis style, 
But also, let's not forget, Andrew Ruiz was eating sushi off strippers' boobies <laughs> and not training. Is that, is, that, is, is that what the story you heard? Oh, my God, yeah. All Dude, right. there's videos. Okay. Not that I watch this sort of thing, but, you know, I, I happen to stumble across it. And uh, that's that's if he was doing that, he should have won the fight because right? sushi's healthy and so yeah. are boobies. So like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Like uh, I heard that he was not training. Uh, I think. Well, he definitely looked like I heard he there was something. He going definitely on looked too, like yeah. he wasn't training. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Oh my I mean, god! Speak about just, boobies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. No disrespect, Andy Ruiz and your people. All fighters, I respect you all, but we can all make jokes. Come on. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, you well, know, well, your um, your daughter said uh, she remembers him as the Snickers guy. <laughs> it's true. She remembers it. She watches. You see them. That my whole family. I'm, I'm very lucky. My my wife comes out, watches it, comment comments on it. Uh, my stepdaughter comes out and comments on it. Like, th there's no way you. Uh, you know, coming to this house and boxing isn't mentioned about 70,000 times a day. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So my, my, uh, my fantasy is this for the heavyweight division. Um, I think Joshua needs to really go back to the drawing board and loosen up. Uh, I think that a guy like Fury would muck him up, um, and just be way too much for him to handle. Uh, I think that he's a more athletic, more natural, boxer Deontay Wilder has that wild style we all know about yeah. but that explosive power yeah. I mean if he takes AJ a couple rounds and AJ starts getting tired or I mean you saw the way Usyk uh, affected his face yeah imagine if Wilder hits this guy with a right hand what that's going to do to his eye yeah <clears throat> you know and what that's going to do to his psyche I mean guys we all know Deontay Wilder bomb squad all day like yeah that that, that is a very devastating shot. Yeah. So I think our best case scenario is that we look at Usek, who's I'm sure that Fury and Wilder, once they get past their assignment, they're going to be looking for Usek. They're going to be looking for him. Now yeah. you made a great point. A scenario that we could have here is that say Deontay Wilder wins this one. Hypothetically, say I'm not predicting, guys. Trust yeah. me, I'm not predicting shit anymore. But if if Deontay Wilder wins, then you're right then we would need a, another fight, a fourth fight, because then we have one that's a draw, one that Fury won, one that Wilder won. It really is dependent, I think, on what happens with Wilder and yeah. Fury 3. Now, say Fury goes in there and blows out Wilder, and then you put in the whole perspective of Usyk fight, uh, facing the Fury. Ooh, what, what are your thoughts on That's juicy, man. That is like a crazy U awesome fight. Oh, Usyk uh, facing Fury? Yeah. Um, I think it's a, I think it's an excellent fight. Yeah. I, but I, like I was, <clears throat> like I was saying before, uh, Fury can fight on the inside. Yes. And I think if you're fighting Usyk, Usyk can't fight on the inside. I think he just mauls him. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest yeah. with you. Um, when he fights that way, he's very difficult to deal with because he's just so much bigger. He's so much stronger. And and plus, when he does that inside kind of mauling game. He's not vulnerable to really get hit by a whole lot of shots. Mm -hmm. And Usyk is just not – He kind of, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to say Usyk fights like an amateur because he doesn't, but he has more of an amateur type of boxing style. I mean, he's pretty much a guy that 
can only fight at at range and you know mid range, but he's not, you know, like uh, he's not an inside fighter that throws a lot of body punches. You know, fights in the pocket. He, that's not his style. And, and we I, saw Fury come from the pits of hell and, twice. And, that, that with Steve Cunningham. Yeah, it, that was a hell of a knockout. A yeah. knockdown, rather. Yeah, Excuse me. It was. That was a bomb. He got hit with a bomb in yeah. that. Gets up. Look at what Deontay did to him. That was nasty. And he I think caught him on the way down. And I think when you're fighting, well, Usyk would have a hell of a hard time trying to get on the inside. Oh, um, yeah. Against Fury. And then when he gets on the inside, I, I think all Fury's going to do is just he's grab gonna, him. He's going to grab him. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk him back on the ropes. And, you know, it's going to be a, uh, a fight that's probably going to be in England. He's going to have the officiating on his side. So um, so that'll be in his favor, you know, if he wants to fight that kind of style. They're not going to be breaking him up every five seconds when they get in the clinch. And, well, he's going to use his size for and sure. And Usyk is basically going to be in handcuffs for most of the fight. And then if they fight on the outside, I mean, Usyk just – he's going to have such uh, – he's, he's going to have so much yeah. ground to try to overcome. And, he's got a lot of figuring out to do. And Tyson Fury, is a, <laughs> Tyson Fury can box from the outside. And, yes, and very, very effectively. Long. He, he knows how to fight tall, and if mm-hmm. he needs to fight on the inside, he can do both. He's just definitely a more dynamic fighter than Anthony Joshua. And he'll like more. the the key is too, like we were talking about, what Joshua didn't do today is that yes. Tyson Fury, I believe, would use his size and physicality. Yeah. He's a very rough guy. I, I would I'd be so terrified even if I was the same so, height as so just fighting. so just to wrap the, the show yes. up um my reasons for that I think that Joshua lost the fight and Usyk won um what I mean mainly Usyk showed he had the better chin he had oh, the yeah. better chin he had the better boxing IQ and Anthony Joshua wasn't able to make, I guess you could say the he did make some adjustments. Don't get me wrong, but thoughts were actually starting to hurt him. I think even though there were, there were some leg tangles and stuff, um, I, I think that he saw that Joshua was starting to fold, and he's in the ring, so he could hear the breathing pattern of his fighter. He could see things. He could see like how much more they're sweating and all that kind of stuff, and you know how much focus they have in there, and you know where where their minds at. And, and I think that that's why uh, Usek really did amazing down the stretch. Like, he he went in that 12th round like crazy, man. Like, he went there out, out there like a house on fire. And that's what he was supposed to do. And he almost got the stoppage, man. Uh, but that home cooking, you know. But at the end of the day, the right guy won, man. I think we could agree, right, Kev? Oh, yeah, most most definitely. Um so when, when's the when's the next show going to be, John? Are we going to try to do Tuesday? Let's do Tuesday, man. And what, what's uh, and what what fights are coming up in the next week or so? Oh man, what is coming up right now? Where, where are we at? We're at the end of September. I well, mean, I, well, actually, I think the next big fight uh, that's coming up is uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. October so 9th, I, yeah. So right. I think uh, next weekend or, or on uh, Tuesday, I think we'll talk let's about do a that. preview for that. Yeah, yeah I think we'll do a preview yeah. for that uh, next Tuesday, and then. We'll figure out some other topics and to uh, don't listen to my prediction, people. Don't do it. And if you do, go against what I say, and I'll win you some money. We have a, we have a couple of viewers right now. Uh, before we get out of here, hello everybody. Um, if anybody has any comments or anything you want to talk about uh, before we jump off, uh, we'll, we'll stick around. 
if uh, you guys have any questions or comments or anything that you thought about the fight. They could probably say that John is stupid. He picks the uh, wrong person every week and he's cost me money. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Hey, I don't bet on it, guys, so I can just throw out anything I want. But, I mean, come on. Logically, a lot of people thought Joshua would, would win this fight. Vegas thought yeah. so, too. Vegas, you know what? They're the ones that are wrong lately. Sports yeah. books are atrocious with, yes. with boxing lately. Like, they're picking the wrong person constantly. You know, so I'm going to blame them. Yeah, they're the assholes, not me. Why well, do I don't I don't bet on boxing anymore? I, I keep my money in my wallet. But but anyway, and we uh, lose it on video poker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, till next time. Hopefully on Tuesday we'll see you again. Much love, everybody. All right.